Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Noir and Note podcast. Disclaimer, none of the comments or opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to trigger, offend, or discredit anyone from any race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation. This podcast is primarily focused on sharing my personal thoughts and experiences with a few dashes of comic relief. Thank you. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, does, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. This is Janine, and you're listening to Noir and Nope. Thank you so much for tuning in. Just want to, right off the bat, apologize for lack of posting. Life-work balance doesn't seem to balance or want to. So I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to go in a completely different, not completely different, but a different direction, job and career-wise. So I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, My birthday is this week, hashtag Team Virgo. You know it's Virgo season when you reassessing your life, yours truly included. I'm like, child, it got to be better than this. And yeah, I'm just ready for it to be officially fall already temperature is cooling down i think i saw some leaves on the ground fingers crossed and yeah i'm just trying to you know get it all together hopefully sooner rather than then later uh but again i'm super sorry for the lack of um discipline in posting these it's 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 hard it's hard But anywho, uh, we're just going to talk about some current events and stories that have popped up. First and foremost, my bad. It's September 11th. Uh, For those of you who are personally affected by this day, uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you and your family. Hopefully it doesn't get easier when you lose a loved one. I know it's been 21 years, give or take, since the attacks on the Twin Towers. And unfortunately, as they say, never forget, uh, it's hard not to, because even if you weren't directly affected by this, i.e. if you haven't had someone perish during the attacks, you, if you were a New Yorker, you felt something. I remember I was in high school, actually, I think I was 16 years old, and I didn't even know the attacks were happening because obviously it's we're in school we don't have at back in those days we did not have cell phones i think cell phones didn't become a thing at least portable phones i should say didn't become a thing until i hit like 11th grade and i got my first flip phone and i left it in the cab i'm still mad about that (laughs) but yeah i didn't know anything was happening in the world until like noon and we were in art class, the art teacher turned on the television and we were watching the news. And I remember sitting there shivering and being so scared because my mom worked close by and through the grace of God, she works security. And through the grace of God, she was coming off the train off our stop, um, um, our stop at home when the first 
plane hit the building. So she was already in Harlem where we lived and she was getting off the train when the attack happened. I believe, I don't know if she knew or not because my mom watches a lot of TV but I don't know if she was watching it at the time. Next thing I know, I'm still in school, still in class, watching what's going on, freaking out. Um, I hear my mom's voice. I'm looking up and she's like, where's my daughter? Give me my daughter. We're getting out of here. Um, apparently the administrative assistant or whomever is in charge of the office at the time wouldn't let my mom take me out of school. I guess it was for safety reasons, but also if a parent is there to pick up their kid because they want them to leave because of what's going on, let them leave with their kid, the fuck? But my mom made a huge ruckus and pulled me out of class. And I remember leaving the school with my mom, shaking in tears. People are in the streets running around. I don't know what it is about black people and like tragedies like this or like instances similar to this we all just run to the supermarket and buy mad water <laughs> we just buy oh my god what happened is it an earthquake we gotta go to the supermarket and buy water what there's locust gotta go to the supermarket and buy water uh, what is what Spiders are attacking the front yard. We got to go to the supermarket and buy water. But yeah, mad people were coming out of the supermarket with gallons of water. My mom and I went upstairs. We watched more of what was going on on TV. And then I think we subsequently went to the supermarket and get water. Because <laughs> yeah, if anything... You need water. It's a basic necessity. And speaking of water, my God, what is happening in Jackson, Mississippi, bruh? I think I want to take a deep dive on that in a later. But yeah, Detroit hasn't had clean water in, what, five plus years? Now you're hitting Jackson, Mississippi. It's giving environmental racism. That's what it's giving. But again, we'll get into that later or in the next podcast, whatever. But yeah, that was my September 11th. Um, Not as nowhere near as tragic as a lot of people have experienced. So I'm not sitting here saying, you know, mourn for me. There's nothing to mourn. I was just giving you my perspective on as a New Yorker who was in New York on 9-11 20 plus years ago. But like I said, my thoughts and prayers are with the friends and family of people who lost their lives senselessly there is a girl uh, i'm not near my phone so forget it but there was a girl who i i believe i follow her on instagram she said something along the lines of yeah yeah yeah, september 11th but what about the atrocities of war that are happening all over the world and people are like i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there (laughs) i'm not gonna drop her ig name but they were basically saying, listen, we can mourn the senseless loss of lives in tandem with not being for the bullshit in terms of senseless wars 
or anti-Muslim rhetoric that the U.S. and all the other stuff um, is pushing. We can hate both those things. You can't, you don't have to stand here and be on some fuck September 11th shit because that's what she was low-key saying without actually saying it. But yeah, she, she, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I go back to her page and that shit was deleted. But yeah, you gotta tread lightly because the majority of the people that lost their lives during September 11th were mostly very well off financially um white people and this woman I believe she is Asian and love her activism love most of her commentary as well as her opinions about what's going on in the world but you know let's dial it back you know not everything that pops in your head needs to be posted on Instagram thank you very much Anyways, uh, yeah, so the world, or listen, some people in the world are mourning the death of Queen Elizabeth. She was 90, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Shorty was a colonizer. Um, I'm not relishing in her death. Obviously, I don't relish in anyone's death unless you're like a pedophile or a rapist. You can go straight to fucking hell. Pero I'm not mourning the Queen's death because, hello that's not the country I live in and also she did a lot of fucked up shit she reigned she had a lo- very long reign in the whole you know kingdom and whatever but yeah not okay what do you <laughs> what do you want me to do I know there's a lot of a few people I know who are really into like royalty and a duke and duchess and blah 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 and you know that's all well and good for them you know we all need hobbies but yeah i really didn't pay much attention to the royal family until princess di i loved princess diana i don't know why i just got this really good vibe from her she seemed very genuine and down to earth um she wasn't seemingly wasn't with the whole all the bullshit that was going on in the royal family but you know how that goes if you're a quote commoner and you're introduced or inducted into a more astute higher upper class family you have to be on your p's and q's you can't be your genuine self if you are a person who is normally not on your p's and q's and you probably feel super trapped and that's probably what she felt and she probably felt like shit because that long-nosed narrow-faced bitch prince charles was fucking around on her with camille shorty habitually looks like she just woke up and walked out her house like princess diana was a dime she was beautiful face part never declined like but we all know we all know that men don't cheat because the other woman looks better they cheat because apparently that woman is providing something that other their original woman is not providing so yeah ain't about looks must be the ass because it ain't her face um and a lot of people are um speaking in regards to Meghan markle 
people are like, oh, she should go to the funeral with, I saw a tweet or whatever, and I actually posted it on my Instagram. One lit girl said something along the lines of, Meghan Markle should come to Queen's funeral wearing a lace front by Arrogant Tay. And <laughs> someone responded, Megan is not the girl y'all want her to be. And Shorty is right. Megan Markle didn't grow up like I grew up, like the majority of non or people who are not phenotypically, or excuse me, people who are phenotypically black grew up. You know, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Megan's mom was like a professor or a teacher or you know, she was in some way, shape, or form in academics. So she pretty much grew up in kind of like a middle, upper class kind of environment. Her daddy um, ain't shit. <laughs> I don't remember if I talked about him before, but he ain't shit. Coming out the woodwork now that your daughter is like low key akin to royalty. Ugh, go someplace with yourself, fat fuck. But anyways, she grew up with a mom that was very present in her life. She grew up in probably predominantly white neighborhoods. I'm not sure. I didn't Google Meghan Markle, but I'm speaking in regards to the individual that she presents herself as in videos and interviews, stuff like that. Meghan Markle is not that girl. She's not a city girl, okay? She's a suburbs girl, okay? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Y'all, especially black people... How can I say this? I'm not trying to not say it in a way where I offend people. If you're offended by an opinion, that's on you. I'm trying to say it in a way... That y'all can understand. Black people always, when they see someone who is not fully black, they always want to claim that person as black. First of all, if you're biracial, I'm not I'm not sitting up here calling you black. I'm calling you biracial because you are biracial. You are two races, two halves of a whole. Okay, you are in a separate category from me, who is 100% black and phenotypically black. You see me, you see black, and that's it. Whereas you see Megan Markle, you kind of are like, huh? She may be black, but she also may be Latina. Where she also may be something other than black. You know what I'm saying? So y'all want her to be this individual that she has never presented herself as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At her wedding, she had a black pastor. She had a black chorus. She had all the other stuff. Means nothing. (laughs) And allegedly, allegedly. According to a friend of mine, she didn't really claim her blackness until a couple of years ago. So it's, it's on her end, it's giving performative. 
and y'all just ate it up like goddamn grits on a Sunday morning. No. Okay, she is biracial. Her children are mostly white. Her husband is white. She is not in the environment in which from let's say me you know she was she she wasn't raised in the hood you know what i'm saying so and another thing um black people we're not a monolith okay we can be multifaceted we can be multicultural in terms of what we know about the world we can be nerds we can be intermarvel we can be scientists we can be you know we can do all that and still you know enjoy uh what is her name glorilla <laughs> you know that girl who sings f-r-e-e listen you can be educated and like your ratchet ass music no i'm saying you can be both but if you're just one of those things that's okay too and that's Megan Markle, okay? She's a biracial woman, half black, half white, who primarily and predominantly shows herself, is speaking in regards to her appearance, is mostly white looking. And that's perfectly fine that her experiences are going to be different from you and I but don't try to hood her up and ain't nothing wrong with the hood I'm from the hood but don't try to make her palatable for you because you're two totally different people you might be fully black she's partially black like don't do it just because someone has that whole one drop rule doesn't make them akin to you and no offense to biracial people but y'all like fully black people need to start gatekeeping post haste like you you gotta do it but yeah um so i don't even know if Meghan markle and prince harry she's married to harry right yeah charles whatever I don't even know if they invited to the funeral, so they might go to the funeral, or they might not, because Harry wasn't rocking with them either. He had one foot out the door, and then when they were treating Megan like trash, he was like, "Nah," <laughs> he was like, "You know what? I'm good." You know, he was always the kind of like the rebel. He's a Virgo, so you know how we. If something ain't right, we ain't gonna roll with it real well. We're gonna say, we're gonna speak our minds about it. And we're not gonna be nice about it. We're just gonna be honest. Our honesty is very harsh. So, yeah. And they allegedly, allegedly, the royal family had something to do with Diana's death. Allegedly. So he was already not feeling the fam. So I don't even know if they're even going to go to the funeral. But you know Prince Charles and his old dick-nosed ass is going to be hobbling in there with his skeletal-looking wife. Ugh. 
yeah so listen ooh Black Twitter had a field day with <laughs> the Queen's death someone had the audacity to say that the Queen um, was using was it Clarener on her life and she paid the final installment <laughs> I can't I'm really contemplating getting a Twitter. Actually, I do have a Twitter. What am I talking about? I don't even... Okay. I'm contemplating getting on Twitter because baby, black Twitter is a hoot and a holler. So much fun. But yeah, I don't know. I might get into Twitter. I might twat. You never know. Um. Oh, okay. So a completely unrelated story about a week ago and trigger warning for those who are listening this deals with homicide domestic violence and gun violence so about a week ago it pops up on the news that a woman was shot and killed in the head near i want to say union square in new york city which is you know is scary because it actually happened fairly early in the morning if you know early morning new york city is not a place you want to be roaming the streets it's nasty they're crackheads there's i mean it depends on the neighborhood but quite honestly these crackheads and crazy people are overthrowing new york, new york city so anyways um so when i heard it, i was on my way to work and i don't work too far, far from union square i'm like a a stone's throw as they say and i was talking to my co-worker and she was like yeah that happened like two blocks away and i was like bruh but anyway um but i started to dissect a story i was like wait a second yeah violent acts happen randomly all the time but the f- it wasn't sitting right with me if you shooting someone in the head you know that person. There was some kind of connection. At that time, they didn't find out who the guy was. I was like, nah, this wasn't random. This was definitely personal. So as the story unfolds, we find out that the woman who was killed, her name is Imani Armstrong. She was only 25 years old. Was killed by her ex-boyfriend. You know how we do it here. We don't share the names of the the actual assailants. Because they ain't shit to begin with. But we will share the names of the victims. Anyways, he was 44 years old. Uh, apparently, this Dusty had 20 arrests on his rap sheet. He was obviously taken into custody because it don't take it don't take too long to figure it out, especially in that area. Come on now. Um, he was uh, taken into custody for the fatal shooting of his ex girlfriend, Imani Armstrong. Um, so Armstrong, a little bit about her. She was an exotic dancer. She also worked at IHOP. You know, it ain't nothing new in New York City to have two jobs in order to make ends meet. And this rent is too damn high. So she was, you know, doing both. God bless. She actually was at work. She was heading home from work at IHOP when she was gunned down. 
this fucking weirdo was seen on camera because lord knows in any major city you can't do shit there's cameras everywhere but he was caught on camera taking the train from brooklyn to manhattan then he was also caught pacing back and forth for five hours waiting for this woman to get off of work to kill her five hours pacing back and forth heartbreaking bro absolutely heartbreaking uh but i'm just gonna read a little bit of what the hell okay i clicked on something weird okay so i'm just gonna read a little bit from what is this daily mail it is so it's titled brooklyn man 44 was waiting and pacing as he stalked his ex-girlfriend for five hours before he gunned her down execution style killing near manhattan it goes into how he has a long rap sheet he was wearing a street fighter video game t-shirt good lord um he apparently had no emotions when he was standing before the judge he has been held without bail or being held without bail uh they have a picture of him he looks like something i scraped off the bottom of my shoe um Ari Spears is talking about how Lizzo looks like a freaking shit emoji. This motherfucker definitely looks like a shit emoji. But anyways, uh let's see. Um apparently she, excuse me, the assailant was the father of one of Armani Armstrong's children. I believe she had four children. So there's four kids without a, a mother because this dusty couldn't take rejection apparently uh it's just a sad story all around honestly lengthy lengthy criminal history eight arrests he had his most recent arrest obviously before this one he strangled his ex not imani someone else he spent three years in prison for attempted robbery in 2000. <laughs> Excuse me. And four complaints were against him for domestic violence going back to 2014. Not very clear if any of those complaints were coming from Imani, but more than likely. And in April 2021, there was a woman who accused him of choking her when they were having a disagreement or argument. I believe that in September 2014, his ex-wife claimed that he choked and pushed her into a wall and grabbed her phone. So this mofo just can't take no for an answer it seems seems like if you just don't do what he says he gets violent Ugh, it's just 
I'm looking at the pictures. I recognize this IHOP. Yeah, it's like the one on the east side, I want to say. Doesn't give the exact address. But anyways, a street vendor named Manny, again, I'm reading this from the Daily Mail com told the post he was cooking when he heard a loud boom and then he was like oh shit what the hell was that he thought it was like a um a car you know how when cars they start up sometimes it'll boom he thought it was that he ran outside and then he saw the lady on the sidewalk i would not wish that on anybody good lord i would never want to see just a dead body laying on the ground um I would never want to see a dead body outside of me attending a funeral. Ugh. But anyways, that's that's the gist of it. Um, and then it goes on to statistics about crime in New York City. Let me tell you something. This has, yes, this is a crime, obviously. But this has nothing to do with the crime in new york city due to the fact that this is a domestic violence issue that could have been prevented if this motherfucker was in jail for all the shit he did prior there's no way in the fuck this guy should be in a freaking he shouldn't be out of a prison cell with all these priors unfucking believable but if you knew if you you knew if he did this to a white woman, he would have been under the jail. Completely under the jail. He'll be six feet under the six feet with the jail on top. It makes no sense. Like that's just this is why I always say keep your ratatat on you ladies. Keep your muscatool, whatever you use to protect yourself, keep it on you at all times. Because this, the judicial system doesn't give a fuck about black and brown women. No system gives a fuck about black and brown women at all. There's no way in the hell this man should have been out to even commit this senseless act. Are you daft? Are you serious? And of, I'm assuming, but more than likely, yes, that the women prior to Imani who filed complaints against him were either black or brown, black or Hispanic, Latino, and nothing was done. Also, oh my God, I'm just reading. <laughs> it just popped into it didn't just pop into it's part of the article but this caught my attention rape rapes increased 10 percent from 892 to 989 and felonious assaults were up 19 oh why do i why do i read stuff like this oh my god okay and it hasn't it's not something that i've ignored but um it's definitely something i put on the back burner the age dynamic he was 44, she was 25. And I'm pretty sure if you look into this dude's history, he probably has a history of dating younger women. Because for some younger women, all you gotta do is flash them cash and they'd be like, hey. They're not gonna do the work in terms of finding out who you really are. 
And that's another thing. Aside from having tools to protect yourself, if you women and before you men be on here like, well, we, why can't we, ooh, ooh, why don't we have to do this? I'll tell you why in a minute. Women do background checks, bruh. Do background checks on these men's. Find out their first and last name any way you can. If you can find an address, great. If you can find a social security number, even better. You're not going to use it to steal his identity. You just want to know who the fuck he is. Background check like a motherfucker for your own safety. Background check, keep the musketeer on you and protect yourself sexually. Ask for those papers. Last thing you want to do is live the rest of your life with an incurable disease. I know I don't. And if a motherfucker sits up there and is like, oh, you don't, you don't trust me? Oh, you don't. It's not about trust. Do you not know how diseases work? They, they can lay dormant for years, especially the high five. If you know what I mean by the high five, kudos to you. You're an old fossil like me. <laughs> but you don't want to live the rest of your years stuck on medication suffering from a disease that you can't get rid of now you're immune compromised now that makes you susceptible to other diseases excuse me so now you're fucked up just because you wanted to be guilted into trusting someone or you weren't smart enough to figure out what type of person this was before you actually got intimate with them. You can, here's my thing. You can be super safe and be sorry, or you could be super sorry that you weren't safe enough. Point blank period. I'd rather be over vigilant about my safety and be wrong and be like, oh, my bad. So-and-so was was a cool person instead of being shit. Why the fuck did I not use common sense and vet this person? That's all it is. That's all it is. I'm not saying Imani, I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that she deserved this because she probably did as much as she could just trying to live her life, raise her kids broke ties with this dude and he decided to end her life over probably something super trivial bro these men are sensitive as fuck and they they want to say we're emotional chill these men fucking start wars because their feelings are hurt but anyway yeah that broke my heart (laughs) that was a story that was just really fucked up and i'm just like golly Stay single, live better, Walmart. I say that all the time. Also, women are living longer when they're single and childless. Oh my God, did y'all read that article that got the men's up in arms where it says men are dying alone? (laughs) I think I talked about that in another podcast. I don't remember. But men are dying alone. Of course they're dying alone. Of course. Why would they not be dying alone? Why? Why would you think they're not? Why? 
You got your Kevin Samuels, fresh and funky, red pill watching motherfuckers want to adopt those traditions and that ideology. But then you want to sit up there with no toenail, unwashed ass, nothing. Not shaven, haven't shaven for about a month. Peasy taco meat chest hair, uncombed, uneven afro. Talking about women, gotta be submissive to me. I want a submissive woman to cook my food, rub my four stomachs. Stroke my three chins, give my receding hairline, um, a massage. She need to bow on my feet. She need to wash my feet. She need to worship me. That's how a lot of your motherfuckers sound. Meanwhile, you're in your grandma's basement. Your shit's not together. The last time you had a steady paycheck, we didn't even know what COVID was. We didn't know her. She was an illusion, baby. Meanwhile, you have no car to drive. Well, in New York City, you don't really need a car. But meanwhile, you don't have anything in your name. You don't have an apartment in your name. You don't even have a credit card in your name. You don't even have a fucking T-Mobile bill in your name. You're on your family's plan. Come on, blood. It gotta be better than this. And women are seeing it and they're like, what do you bring to the table? That's how you'll sound. And women are like, oh, okay, so you want that game? Bet. I wanna just focus on myself. I'm gonna get a degree. I'm gonna make my own money. And what's crazy is that black women are on the up and up in terms of um, education and jobs. And, you know, people are seeing people outside of the dating world in the corporate world are seeing us and our potential. So here's the thing. If women are getting jobs, making more money, they're making the money that they would have gotten if they were married and their spouse were making that money. They are living in apartments or houses that they have purchased themselves, their dream home or dream apartment that normally they would need in the past. They would need a husband in order to do that. And they're living longer because they are not staying home, taking care of children and a husband because a lot of you men do not know how to take care of yourselves what do they what do you think women need you for now just think about what do you think women need you for if the money and the property and the lifestyle that we dreamed of is being acquired by us and us alone Don't say it's for protection because y'all motherfuckers ain't even doing that. So what do we need you for? If we're making the money and we're buying the properties and we're living our best luxurious life, not me, 
<laughs> but in general, if we're or if black women are living their most luxurious life without a spouse, they're going to continue to do that because fact of the matter is relationships are stressful. Uh, excuse me. Relationships are stressful for women because we have to be the caterer, the nurturer, the, you know, the person that makes the house a home who tidies up who cooks who cleans all that other stuff we got to be you know not the homebody but the the person who makes the home livable and at the end of the day i can do that for myself and clean up after myself and not have to worry about cleaning behind anyone else a grown-ass man who should be doing that themselves are you crazy i forget who but it was on youtube it was like a little clip you know how youtube has shorts you know like instagram has their little thing that they got going on over there um the guy's interviewing another guy he's like why the interviewer says why do you think women are not being i don't think he said submissive but he was like why do you think women are not cooking cleaning or fitting the traditional roles he was like and the guy who was being interviewed was like because they're tired he's like they're tired it was like yeah they're tired they're tired from work when you go home to work I mean, when you go home to work, when you come home from work, aren't you tired? And the guy is silent. He was like, are you not tired when you come home from work? It was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He was like, what do you mean? He asked about roles. He was like, whose role is it in your household? What are the roles? What are the gender roles? He was like, roles. What do you mean? What needs to get done gets done. He's like, what? What? He was like, yeah. If I need to do something or if I see something needs to be done, I'll do it. If she sees something that needs to be done, she does it. Sometimes I cook, sometimes she cooks. Sometimes I take care of the kids, sometimes she takes care of the kids. And the guy who was interviewing him was just baffled because he's trying to coax him into saying, you know, yeah, women should be in the home taking care of the kids all that other stuff and he was like no we <laughs> we both work and we both bring money to our household you cook when you get home because you have to because it's just you but I'm not I'm not I'm cooking because I need to I have kids. They need to eat. <laughs> and the whole interviewer, he was just pissed off and he hung up on the guy. Because he was speaking truths, but he wasn't he wasn't falling into his little, you know, red pill trap. Hate to say it. Hate to see it. And also, speaking of men's indeed, I know I'm on a ramble, gamble. But are y'all following because i'm barely following it but are you following this mess that is neo and his soon-to-be ex-wife crystal smith baby tragic 
psych it's not tragic because shorty saw the writing on the wall and she decided to wash the wall instead of heed the warning crystal smith was out here very instrumental in the breakup between neo and his not ex-wife because they never got married they were engaged his ex-fiance i'll say monietta she was the other woman and she was fine with being the other woman because ultimately he married her he wifed her he had kids with her as well as monietta pero here's the thing crystal did you think you were gonna be different (laughs) and peter griffin laughed (laughs) you really thought you were gonna be different shorty how tragic absolutely tragic for you you sat there on your high yellow ass talking shit probably on instagram i believe she was like throwing jabs at monietta on instagram i'm not 100 sure but you know she was throwing subs you know she was she thought she was so much better because she got the man And here you are, sis. Here you are going through a divorce. Not only are you going through a divorce, prior to this um, divorce, you were up here. (laughs) You were up here thinking you were on your high horse, sis. The problem is you got the same black man that that black woman before you got. And you thought because you were a little bit of a preference that you weren't going to get the same treatment sis you got worse because monietta walked away scot-free with two beautiful children and now she's married to a man that treats her right as opposed to you who got the shorter end of the stick and now you have a man what does it say neo requests gag order for a strange wife says her talking is making him lose money now you're going through this so sad so sad for you but not really because you and i forget her name but kevin hart's wife y'all was playing the game all wrong you thought because you was cute you were high yeller that you were gonna get a better man you're getting the same man just you know you were lucky enough quote unquote lucky to actually get married in in the event if you get divorced I think her name is Anika, Anika, whatever. If you get divorced from Kevin Hart, yeah, you got the kids. Yeah, you have on paper that you were married and you're going to get some type of money. But you really wasted your time thinking that you were going to be that girl. So, yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Neo was on some bullshit. You know what? He's always been on some bullshit. But I haven't listened to it. I only heard one song because it played in the store I'm working at. Um, <laughs> his new album it sounds really... I love R&B. It's my favorite genre of music. Um, his new album is popping. Even though I only heard snippets of one song. But it seems like a great album, which really sucks because Neo himself is just 
piece of crap. So I'm probably, I'm definitely not going to watch it. But yeah, it's just funny how these women quote unquote take, because you can't really take a man. He's going to go when he's going to go. But, you know, they involve themselves with men who are clearly in the relationships and when they when they get these men and they're surprised when they get treated the same way that the previous woman is sweetie you're dumb aren't you you're a special type of dumb but listen that's your time and your uterus to waste and i hope you enjoyed yourself Because we are all enjoying the fall from grace. Boop, 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 boop. Um, (laughs) This was a long rant. I'm so sorry. But a lot of that I just wanted to get off my chest. Um, Real quick, because my time is running out. Because this is the longest podcast I've ever actually recorded. At least the longest segment. Um, Jackie Ina talked about how on youtube why she's not getting or making youtube videos as much anymore very short synopsis she has to work twice as hard to get just as half um as close to being an influencer as her white counterparts she's worked very hard i've known her since little pumpkin pie that was her original screen name on youtube that was like 15 plus years ago i feel like and she Shorty was on her grind from the jump. From the jump. And she's made a beautiful and lovely career from it. And YouTube are really, they really playing um, their creators, excuse me, I was about to say influencers, but same thing, right? They're really playing their creators. They're not paying them top dollar anymore. Um, a lot of them, I don't think shadow ban is the correct terminology, but they're not showing up in the algorithm. So if you were relying solely on YouTube to make your point and you didn't use YouTube to parlay into another venture, well, then I don't know what to tell you because you can't have just one stream of income because Lord knows that one stream can dry up real quick and i quite as it's capped i haven't watched jackie Ina's video prior to the one where she said why she quit youtube quote unquote in quite some time because i don't know i feel like jackie Ina. i have to take her in doses because she's very energetic so i can't really watch all her videos through and through but yeah influencers they are they need to reevaluate, come up with different levels of, um, you know, income. Um, speaking of influencers, who this person is not an influencer, Cherie Whitfield, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm sure you all know who that is. Um, she finally came out with She by Cherie. It was a bust. Site crashed because she probably didn't pay the bill for it. And they found out that her clothing was just pretty much joggers and cheap shit that she slapped her label on everybody does that everybody orders in bulk from aliexpress and slaps their little label on it it's fine but don't sit up here and gas us up amp us up and then give us this bullshit and especially 
bullshit that's expensive. Someone took screenshots. They wanted $150 for a t-shirt. Shit that I can make on Zazzle. Didn't even have the common decency to iron a shirt. Fucking A. What are you kidding me? Come on now, Cherie. You're too old for this. She probably did it herself because she didn't want to pay people. And that's what's just sad. At this late in the game end, she had some dusty dude Tyrone roll up in there, ungreased, no cocoa butter whatsoever on his face, popping bullshit, probably high as fuck, eyes were red as hell. Ugh. At a certain age, you shouldn't be doing stuff like this. Are you not in morals? This is a morals thing. Oh, y'all want people. I wanted her to win. But after 14 years, can you really win? <laughs> can you really win after 14 years of trying to get a clothing brand off the ground? 14 years? Come on. Oh, also, this has nothing to do with what I was just talking about. If you don't know who Julesy is, please, for the love of God, look her up on YouTube or really any, you know, social media site. She had a video about luxury, the cost of luxury dating. Basically, at the end of the day, she was talking about how it's very dangerous to, you know, blindly date these rich men because they can get away with a lot. You remember that young lady who was black? from Connecticut who was dating that white guy he was like a software engineer ended up killing her that's what he did uh probably raping her excuse me sorry trigger warning and the police were like eh because he was just so well known he was well known in his community he was well known in his job he made a lot of money her family pretty much said she wasn't a drug user whatsoever um ladies please don't blindly date rich men because they're rich black women don't blindly date white rich men just because they are not a pookie or a ray ray they need to be vetted just like the rest of them the most dangerous part about those types of men is that they have the financial gains to get away with a lot of shit so vet them just like you would vet your pookie and ray ray know what i'm saying i feel like I've been talking a lot and rambling about dating, but it's so important, ladies. Use your instincts, trust your gut, protect yourselves. Because at the end of the day, if something happens to you, yes, it happens to you and you alone. But there's a trickle effect. You have a mom out there that loves you. You probably have siblings out there that loves you. You have friends. You have other family members that if at the end of the day, something happens to you, these people are going to be mourning. And you're, you don't want to, you don't want to break their heart like that. Also, um, I know it's like the 12th of this month, but, um, or 11th or 12th, whatever. Uh, but it is suicide awareness month. I want you all, all to listen to me and listen to me clearly. Take care of yourself. If you need to take a mental health day from work do it i did the other day because i was almost i was real close to punching a co-worker in the neck <laughs> but i just need one day to myself to regroup 
and regain. And I just need to, you know, relax, relate, and release. Take care of yourself. Take a break. Work out. Eat well. Read a book or whatever type of vice that you have that calms you down. Listen to music. Talk to somebody. It doesn't even have to be a friend or family member because I know a lot of times we feel like we're burdening people with our problems. You can record podcasts like me. That can be your therapy. Uh, You can talk to a therapist, a low-cost therapist. You can check out BetterHelp or any of those types of apps. I wish I had a link where you can get you know, a few sessions free. I'm not up there like that, unfortunately. But yeah, take care of yourself and don't unalive yourself. There's people out there that genuinely love you. And there's there's a pot at the end of this rainbow. It looks glim, looks really, really dark right now, but it's going to get better. It definitely is going to get better. I need to tell myself that all the time. And I'm telling you guys that as well. Um, So reach out to your loved ones as well. You know, people are battling silent or fighting silent battles. And you just don't know it. And I know it's it's hard to kind of decipher and see for yourself. But yeah. If you look real closely, the signs are there, you know. So reach out to your loved ones them with a hey how you doing doesn't have to be super formal a quick little text quick little facebook post it is what it is you know all right so this is a long ass segment i talked about a lot of random ass shit i'm so sorry um but i hope you enjoyed it i hope to be back next sunday fingers crossed and yeah check out the next segment because <laughs> there's gonna be another one that's a little bit more of an in-depth talking about the Aries Spears um Tiffany Haddish uh situation but yeah thanks guys so I initially wasn't going to say anything about this but it's just so hypocritical and so comical at the same time because oh Jesus will roll your beautiful bean footage so quickly that's why you always have to remain humble in these streets you might be the best at something you might be an amazing whatever it is you're doing in your career and in your life but you know dial it back just a little bit you know you're good you're impressing yourself that's all that matters and i say that mostly in regards to Ari spears interview with i don't even know who it is it looked like vlad tv but it might not have been vlad tv I don't know. um so i don't even remember what the interview was about i don't even know why they were interviewing Ari spears uh they must have had an extra ten dollars in a coupon to KFC, but that's beside the point. Interviewer asked him about Lizzo, talks about how she's a great songwriter and stuff like that. Ari Spears goes in and says some stuff about her being her body shape and how she's unhealthy. Meanwhile, he's sitting over there looking like an unemployed sloth with a gout. 
and don't think I didn't peep because in pictures in pictures where he's like out and about those dark circles are it's giving raccoon but in that interview he was giving easy breezy beautiful cover girl don't think I don't notice the fact that you put on concealer for this interview because you look like you asked for change on the corner my guy but anyways he goes in on her body he talks about he doesn't listen to her music because he her body shape is not I don't know what's the correlation because there's rappers out here that look like they just crawled out of a six foot grave and you listen to them without any thought but Lizzo has to be aesthetically pleasing to your eye in order for you to pay attention to her musically come on now bro and then it goes in on the fact that oh women are hypocritical because when a woman is overweight they gas her up but when a man is overweight um they talk about x y and z he he actually didn't say that he just says women are hypocritical because they will hype a woman up when she's clearly not in physical shape let me tell you about physical shape it is no indication of your actual overall health okay i weighed myself the other day i was like 150 and i'm like 5'5 which is like the heaviest i've been but i still i don't look like i'm overweight but i feel it and that doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things are you eating healthy which lizzo does she's vegan i believe are you exercising which lizzo does she exercises all the time she's still what people will consider overweight however if you put her against me in terms of health and well-being and like diet and exercise she will blow me out the water and i know this for a fact because she has the money to eat well and exercise and you know maintain a pretty healthy lifestyle right and from when she first was introduced to you know musical when she first hit the scene i remember her vaguely being slightly bigger so she's putting in work rome wasn't built in a day but cheryl's hell was burned down in one but she's putting in work she's maintaining and living a healthy lifestyle while i'm pretty sure the last thing in aries spears's mouth was his own toenails um a pack of ramen noodles and maybe like a sprite you know what i'm saying it doesn't make any sense to me how hypocritical the whole thing is he's speaking about us being hypocritical when he's the biggest hypocrite sitting down for an interview but not only that he wants to talk about oh well men can get you know sex because and this is let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you he sat there and he said well i'm not the most i i at least think i'm handsome which he's not way back in the day 30 plus years ago he was before the gout before the diabetes before the man boobs but he says well you know if you have swagger and if you're funny and you know i I at least think i'm handsome you can get a pussy and here's the problem with that he's right he's right as women a lot of times we sit up there and say oh well he's not that good looking he has a big heart he has a nice personality 
we have to start women we need to start being as shallow as these fucking men out here in these streets be ruthless if you see one cowlick of hair out of place you need to be like nope no thank you i'm good i was literally at work the other day and at work we are able to see we have like big windows so we're able to see outside so a lot of times with male co-workers it's like we work in a very kind of cosmopolitan neighborhood so a lot of women walk past and they look real good they dress real nice or whatever and we're standing there me and a co-worker and he was like oh she's cute oh no i don't like her book guy and i was saying like what like you don't find her attractive anymore because you don't like her bag we need to be as shallow as these men out here because look at this, look at this motherfucker he's sitting up there looking like oh my god what's the name of that monster from that movie is it job of the hut <laughs> he's sitting there looking like job of the hut with dark circles under his eyes probably pre-diabetic if he doesn't already have diabetes sweating while sitting down listen i'm this what i'm a sweaty betty <laughs> i hate the summer because i'm a sweater but i can sit down and not break a sweat he was over there in full like like he just ran 10 miles on a treadmill glistening sweaty probably stank probably don't wash between his butt cheeks and then has the nerve to be like well at least you know i'm a, i think i'm handsome and i get pussy because i i'm funny and i'm charismatic that's swag who are you women who are fucking this guy i just i just want to talk i'm not putting hands on you i just want to talk i want to know why the fuck you gave this man the confidence to say some shit like that i don't i don't care enough to google but i'm 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 curious as to see if he has any kids or baby mamas because I want to see what they look like and I want to low-key know what their mentality was when they laid up with this guy granted like I said before he was way more attractive back in the day but yeah if you was fucking around with this dude and if you were fucking around with this dude in the past five years even low-key 10 years but let's let's be realistic let's say five and you got a kid by him oh girl were you really that were you down that bad sis because if that's the case you could have hit me up i could have threw something in your zelle account (laughs) or your venmo excuse me if you were down that bad girl what's wrong with you but yeah like ladies listen be shallow be shallow be as shallow as these men because at the end of the day shit ain't moving unless we say it's gonna move last time i checked men are not giving birth to themselves because they can't men are not making their houses a home because they can't men are not even fucking cooking for themselves because they low-key a lot of them can't which boggles my mind because all the top chefs in the world seem to be male at least in terms of what i've seen and what they promote but yeah it's just it's just disgusting but i say all that to say 
God will roll your beautiful bean footage real quick because at the end of the day black women or God loves them some black women I say them because who knows if, if God is a he or she they're kind of just an entity in my in my book so I say they I'm respecting pronouns out here but anyways they will roll your beautiful bean footage so fast because how in the fuck did it come out so quickly that he as well as Tiffany Haddish had this skit years ago that was in trigger warning for those of you who are sensitive to child abuse and stuff like that trigger warning they um collaborated on a skit that was blatantly about um child molestation possibly child rape and i didn't watch this skit i only saw a few stills from a podcast i was watching and yeah it alluded to the fact that this woman who was played by tiffany haddish was dropping her kid off with a neighbor or a friend um little did she know that the neighbor or friend was a, was a, was a pedophile and was being inappropriate towards her child and shit like that could easily have been you know it was passable back in the day a lot of shit was but this day and age we're too pc for that shit to roll not only that apparently and this is allegedly because i didn't get all the facts allegedly the kids that were well they're being sued tiffany and aries because apparently the kids are suffered or are currently suffering or have suffered emotional damage due to what they went through but apparently these kids possibly this is what i heard these kids were um friends well tiffany's friend was the um mother of these children and she the woman that is the mother of these children specified that tiffany not stole her kids but like took her kids under false pretenses she mentioned something about a recording for nickelodeon or something like that or something kid friendly she gave her the impression that they were recording something that was very you know safe and kid friendly but apparently it was not been a huge fan of tiffany haddish she seemed very minuscule not minuscule what's the word minstrel and her acting abilities very performative very like stereotypical and i don't like that black women are not a monolith we're not gonna be out here shucking and jogging for the wheat men so i never really got her brand or style of comedy and years ago i was working an event and she kind of came off as real snooty and i was like ew girl bye but anyways i wasn't really feeling her at all and i always wondered what about this woman is maintaining her popularity is a relatability to some people i don't necessarily find her funny i just find her very vocal trying to be careful with my words because at the end of the day she is a black woman i don't want to stereotype her anymore than she stereotyped herself um yeah 
but I was not a fan of her comedy. But just seeing and hearing the shit that's going down with this this little court case is appalling. It's absolutely disgusting. My thoughts and prayers go out to those kids that had to go through this weird and abusive mentally and physically experience. And I'm just kind of, I don't know, it's weird that it's coming out at this moment. But I also find it weird that Aries Spears was like puffing up his chest and talking shit during the interview. Did he not know this was on the horizon? Or did he not think it was going to come out? Interesting. Interesting, interesting. I wonder if he was just kind of living his best life. I wouldn't say best because if you've seen the interview, he don't look like he's living his best life. He looked like... Never mind. I'm trying to be nice. I don't know why. But I'm, I'm going to be nice. But... As to why, I wonder if people were like, Oh, you talking shit about Lizzo? Well, let's bring this to the forefront because <laughs> that's what happens sometimes. People are like so, such big fans of an artist or actor or whatever the case may be. If you talk shit about them, they will dig in the crates for some dirt on you and then just throw it on the table and be like, Hey what I found (laughs) go with God take that information as you please put it on the internet do your thing that's I don't know because when it comes to lawsuits and litigations and all that stuff it doesn't just happen overnight some of these cases last two three plus years when my mom went through her legalities it took about three years for any type of result so I'm just curious as to who and why brought this at the forefront. Interesting. Anyway, regardless, Aries Spears, trash. Tiffany Haddish, trash. The kids that were involved in this, now I believe they're either um, young adults or in their late teens. Hopefully they seek the a justice and a therapy and the resolution that they deserve because no kid deserves to go through that um as well as the parents kind of well like i said allegedly she was under a ruse that her kids were going to do something nickelodeon based or kid you know friendly but i'm like why didn't you go with your kids because if she were there this wouldn't have went down, right? Because why would you come up with a lawsuit right now stating that your kids went through X, Y, and Z? I'm not questioning that this happened at all because I didn't see the video of the skit, but it exists. So I'm not questioning the fact that this happened. It's obvious that it happened. But I'm trying to figure out, did she just... I guess her and Tiffany had such a relationship that she was like, oh yeah, you can take the kids to wherever. But I don't understand why she didn't accompany her kids to the recording. It's just, hmm, I don't know. But the whole 
the whole thing is just real tragic hopefully these kids get some answers and some resolution people are trying to cancel tiffany and aries i mean can you really cancel aries he looked like he canceled his he looked like he canceled himself about 10 plus years ago this man is the face of cancel right now so tiffany haddish is definitely cancelable that's not a word but you know she's susceptible excuse me to cancellation but oh aries spears can you cancel him I mean, you can cancel those little comedy shows that he's doing in like West Bubblefuck for like 10 bucks a head. He's getting what a couple of dollars off of each ticket sale at the dope. I guess you can get you can get canceled for that. I guess, child, but you know. Tiffany seems like she has more to lose while Aerie Spears has what to lose. A twin mattress on the floor. No. Anyway, that concludes this week's episode of Noir and Nope. Feel free to check me out next week where we talk about more random news, entertainment, and just general interest stuff for your pleasure. Until next week, guys, take care of yourself and others. Bye.